Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Last week, the Victorian government brought in a law that mobile phones will be banned from public primary and high schools. It seems like a smart move, right? Take away the distraction and let teachers teach and students learn. But is it that simple? I know that it won't be universally popular, but in my view, it's the right thing to do. Today, we're going to speak to a teacher, a student and a parent to find out how they feel about the government taking control of the kids' devices. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. There's a hilarious meme that's been around for quite a while now. It's a teacher standing at the front of the class. The text says, put your cell phones away. How do I know? Who stares at their crutch and smiles? But school kids in 2019 aren't the first to ever be distracted in class. In the 80s and 90s, it was the passing of a note or perhaps a fad toy. Think Tamagotchi. That would be confiscated by the teacher and locked in a drawer until the end of the day. Bullying back then was also more of a face-to-face affair. The kids of the ooze and now, though, have a distraction their previous generations didn't, and it's right there in their pocket, one that can be as much harm as it is a help, their smartphones. The impact of having such a distraction in the classroom has been noticed by the Victorian government, who last week introduced a ban on all phones in the classrooms of public primary and high schools, with the exception of those monitoring serious health conditions. It starts in 2020, a move supported by the Federal Education Minister, Dan Tian. I think they should be banned from siren to siren. I think the best approach is that they go into the school locker at the start of school and they don't come out till uh, after school is finished. I think that is by far the best approach to take. So will this actually make as much of an impact as we're being led to believe? If you're like me, it's been a while since you've even been in a classroom. So we thought we'd find out how bad mobile phone use is from someone who's going to school today in Victoria, Year 11 student Hannah Beltard. Hannah, first up, can you describe what it's like in your classroom where phones are concerned? Just how distracting are they? I think that phones are a really quiet distraction. It's it's not like yelling out in class or mucking about with your friends. It's kind of something you do very privately, you know, in your little desk space so your teacher won't see you. In terms of distractions, it's only personally distracting to you and not to anyone around you. But I think at my school, the biggest issue isn't really phones in terms of distraction. It's probably laptops. On an average day when I'm sitting at my desk, two or three girls in front of me will be watching a TV show during class. Wow, I was not aware of that. 
So when your teacher does find out that you're using your laptop for, say, watching a TV show or you're texting on your phone under the table, do, do they confiscate those things or do they just give you warnings? How many warnings does it take until you get it taken away? It's usually a warning and at my school, one's enough. No one takes their phone out after that. No one <laughs> wants to test the teacher again. Now, there's some suggestion that perhaps banning phones during the day completely also means that it may cut down on cyberbullying. And that may not happen during class time, essentially, but maybe more, say, during recess and lunch. Have you, I mean, you may not have personally experienced this, but you would know from the people around you, can sort of that time when you're out amongst the crowd of other students at recess and lunch, can that be a time where cyberbullying does ramp up a bit? It's not actually something I've ever seen. And when I when I read the initial article talking about the fact that the ban was going to happen, I was actually really confused by that argument because to me, cyberbullying is something that happens in private. I've, I've never seen people get out their phone and at recess and say mean things together and have a laugh about it. Yeah, it's an alien concept to me. So in respect to technology in class. Do you think it should be an all or nothing kind of scenario? Like if you're going to just take away phones, that leaves you with your laptop or your tablet or whatever. Do you reckon we should take technology out of your classroom full stop or should we just be managing the technology we have better? I think we need to manage it better. Laptops, even though people do use them for distraction, them themselves when they're used properly, which they are the majority of the time, enriches the classroom and the way we learn so much. It makes research and just everything we do so 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 much easier and faster and we get so much more done so I definitely don't think we should be taking laptops out and I think that we should just be managing technology better and teaching people how to do that because that's what it's going to be like when we enter the real world we're not going to get into a workplace and they're going to say no phones no laptops are doing it on paper people we have to be able to manage these things and still be productive. So the kids don't think it's as big of a deal as grown-ups say it is. And in fact, there's other technology in class that's just as distracting, if not worse, still at their fingertips. But what do the teachers say? Anne Stevens is a 35-year veteran in the Australian education system, so has seen how smartphones have changed the classroom. And what's it like to teach kids in the smartphone era? Is it really as distracting as we're being led to believe? Oh, yes. It is extremely distracting and a lot of teaching time is wasted. Policing phones, asking students to put phones away, following up issues that happen as a result of photos being taken or messages being sent. Yeah, a lot of teaching time is lost. So we've just heard from a student who says that, yes, smartphones can be a distraction and you can take those away but that there's still things that are just as bad, if not worse, by having their laptops, et cetera, still accessible. Do you think that laptops are just as bad as having a smartphone in the classroom? Laptops are difficult, but at our school, every student, 7 to 12, has a laptop. Everyone has an Apple Mac. It is easier. A lot of the classrooms now are set up with the teacher's desk at the back of the room, so you can always see the screens. If the phones aren't there, they can't hotspot things to access websites that are restricted through our system. The laptops can be a distraction, but they're also a brilliant learning tool. What are kids learning from having their smartphones taken away? So we're not teaching them to kind of deal with that technology better. We're just removing it from the situation. Are they actually learning anything from not having access to it? I think what we're doing at our school at the moment is that if 
if we see phones from 8.30 till quarter past three, we ask them to go and hand them in at the office and they're placed in an envelope and the student can get it back at the end of the day. That is about maybe on the negative, inconveniencing them a little bit, bringing the problem to the surface. What we're acknowledging is that young people have difficulty restricting their use of technology. They, they do have trouble self-regulating. So what we're doing is we're bringing it to the surface and then hopefully we won't have to do it. They'll learn to keep the phone away until 3.15. I'm interested in what you said before because the student that we've spoken to said they don't think it will actually do anything to curb cyberbullying. But you said that a lot of teachers' time is also following up a lot of stuff that's sent to school, like pictures taken of other students and messages sent. Do you, in your opinion, think that cyberbullying will decrease from them not having access to a smartphone all day? I'm not sure about that because a lot of the stuff that goes on in school through the day carries on into the evening and then stuff that happens in the evening online carries back into school. So we're all part of that cycle. So um, what we're trying to teach them is that these phones are designed to distract you. <laughs> That's what they're for. They, they, you know, the little beep that goes off that says you've got a like on Instagram or whatever, it's all designed to distract you. And so we're just trying to say we're here to help. So as a teacher, mobile phone ban, good idea or bad idea? Great idea. It supports teachers in what they're trying to do day to day, helps the students to reflect a little bit on their mobile phone use. Anything like this that can just reduce the distractions and help focus on learning is a really good thing because that's our core business. We're about learning. There's one more group with a say in this debate. The people who bought the kids that mobile phone in the first place. What do parents say about their direct line to their child being taken away? Libby is the mum of two boys in year five and seven. Both have been taking their phone to school for the past six months as a way to make sure they get there and back okay. Libby, what do you think about this ban? Good or bad idea? I think in theory, it sounds like a great idea. In reality, I think it's really not going to curb cyberbullying and it's going to be a really hard thing to implement. It's not going to fix the real issues. Kids also have access to things like smartwatches, iPads and computers. So if the idea is locking the phones in their out of their hands during school hours to get rid of the cyberbullying, it's not really addressing the issue as such. It might reduce the, the distractions in, in classes, but I think that's where teachers need to have restrictions on what they do. My eldest son goes to a school where if a boy's seen with a mobile phone, it's confiscated for three days. And um, if they're misusing their computers, then they're also confiscated from the child for the lesson. So I think you, you need to have restrictions in place by teachers and removing phones simply during school hours isn't going to fix the issue of cyberbullying. So Libby, how do you feel about child psychologist Michael Carr-Greg saying this about who's responsible for teaching kids how to better use their phones? I'd love to see the responsibility for cyber safety education going back to the parents a little bit, particularly since they bought the device in the first place. Uh, absolutely. I think um, banning them from school is really just deferring the issue from from home and parents. Parents are often just as addicted to their mobile phones as the kids are that we're complaining about. And um, 
if they're not providing rules at home around appropriate use and they're not educating their kids about the consequences of, you know, poor phone use, you know, we're we're putting the onus on the schools to just fix the problem by locking up the phones. We need good parent modelling from home and whilst we're out and about instead of, you know, sitting around tables, you know, on the weekend and all parents and the kids are actually on the phones as well. You know, we all need to stop and talk to each other a lot more. So just expecting the schools to fix this issue isn't, isn't realistic. Evidence from schools who've already introduced this ban say that after an initial pushback from students, it starts to calm down and then they find it does have a positive effect. It was difficult at the start, but then, yeah, you just get used to it. And, and there were some withdrawal symptoms in a way, but, you know, we've gotten through it and, and now it's just part of natural life at McKinnon. They also found it reduces the incidence of image-based bullying because while you may still have your laptop in class, you can't just whip that out at recess and take embarrassing photos that may be used against a student later on. If this ban does show that it helps kids focus and cuts down on cyberbullying, then from the conversations that the federal and state education ministers have been having, it looks like it won't be long until smartphones are gone from all of Australia's public schools. That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. And want to know what women are talking about this week? Listen to the latest episode of Mamma Mia Out Loud. Just search Mamma Mia Out Loud in your favourite podcast app or you can follow the link in our show notes. <laughs>